Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to another episode of On The Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com or whatever you're listening to us on. Thank you for joining us. Our final show for 2021. Yay, I can hear you say. That's all right. We'll be back bigger and better in 2022. Welsh and Lyle, hello, boys. Very good, eh, Tony? It's a bit much to promise that we're going to be better because it's four years in and we have not improved. Yeah, that's true. That's true, Lyle. Hello. Now the, only, the only way is down, Tony, uh, for us. The way we're... No. Our trajectory. Um, it wouldn't take it wouldn't take a lot of effort to be better uh, in the new year. So we are going to set the bar so hard. We are going to set the bar so high in twenty twenty two. Well, you yep. know what would give that little bit of effort, Lyle, is you lifting. Yeah, yeah. No, that's um, that's that's fair. I can't argue that. I could you lift. just lift with your with your run sheets, mate? There's uh, nothing no, worse. No, I've got high hopes for this week's run sheet, Tony. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, give give me the run sheet feedback after the show, Tony. Not now in the no. intro. Jeez. No, I'm just asking. Get me right. I spent I spent a lot of time on today's run sheet. So okay, no, well, no, we, yeah, it looks good. See, there we go, mate. We'll see how, how yeah, it plays. Wally approves. Hmm. And um, yeah, hey, it's the end of twenty one. We got there in the end. Felt like a bit of a marathon and a slog there through the middle. Well, hang on, you tell me the... it's only been one year this year. It's only been one year. Felt like it's, three, um, hasn't it? Yeah, it's definitely. Um, but yeah, it's good to see you back, Welshy. Um, Is it really? Tony said something about a you had a scratchy throat, but I I cleared that up, mate. I told you you were in hard uh, trivia training. Well, I mean, your, I, uh, weekend I shenanigans. I had, to, I had to take a COVID test. I was pretty sick last week. Mm. Um, Obviously, came back. Didn't near. appreciate. Well, positive for other things, but. Negative for COVID, so I, mean, I was allowed to go. Can they to test Comic-Con for fuckwittery? The can they? Hope not. Oh, that's I what that's I thought you tested positive for. You, you know, be, you have to test. I'd be sent. I'd just, be, that's a site thing. I'd be sent home like Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Uh, great interview last week. Who did we speak to? You spoke to Skylar Cruz. That's right, Skylar. She was fantastic. I really enjoyed yeah. the interview. Like. um it's great to have a guest who can carry the interviewers. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Not you, Tony. You're a professional. Thank you. Jeez, that word gets thrown around pretty loosely. Tony was calling you unprofessional last week, and you're calling him professional this week. I think both of you are wrong. Being sarcastic. Yeah. Um, Tell you what, getting dressed up for the show this week, Tony. That's what I'm I'm, I'm liking that, mate. 
I was a bit surprised that neither of you stuck up for me with Jeff denigrating me. Yeah. We're meant to be a team. No, uh, look. I, there's no, there's I just, no iron team. Just because you guys haven't yet had the trophy at your houses, it's not my fault. I haven't been able to do it. I've had a five-kilometre five, five kilometer radius for most of the year. I haven't been able to get the trophy to your house. And definitely don't want to go to Tony's house because you'd be tier one straight oh, away. Yep. Um, yes. Yeah. In, Je- in Jeff's defence, he did make some good points about you, Welshy. That, that's, that's all I'll say. Jeff's ne- Jeff made a good point. I'm starting to warm to Jeff. Jeez, this year can't end quick enough, Tony. <laughs> Jeff is a circle. He's pointless. <laughs> that's very good from you. Uh, yeah, that's all right. Well, we'll hear about how uh, you and Jeff got down on the weekend um, later in the show. All right. Well, I was out Some getting good drunk news with there. My, while I was out getting drunk with my work colleagues earlier on. Uh, you guys did an interview with Matt Hayter. With the King of Adelaide. Let's go to it right now. And we're joined today by one of the well, one of the champion wrestlers of this year from South Australia, Matt Hayter. Matt, thanks for joining us. Oh, it's your pleasure, mate. Always. Lyle, are you going to talk? Oh, sorry, I thought you paused there. <laughs> no, that's all right. Hey, 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 on, how you going, mate? Are we running? What type of show are we running here, boys? Jeez. Mate, when Tony's here, it's a lot worse. So I think this is a bit of an upgrade. Um, well, I pressed oh. record, so it's a step ahead of Tony. You have? You have? All right. We'll double and triple check that. That's, that's a start. So, well, you've had a big uh, 2021, mate. You looking to finish off the year strong? Oh, you could say that. I mean, we've got one more event uh, coming up this weekend. Uh, Battle for Supremacy, one of our big shows of the year at RCW. So always looking to finish big. Um, it's fair to say, like, it's been a difficult couple of years for wrestlers across the country. Um, but you've still managed to have a decent amount of matches this year, wrestle in three states, and start to get some much long overdue recognition outside of South Australia. Have you found that it's been a, a um, productive year? Um, yeah, for me personally, it's definitely been a cool year. Like I've got to travel to Perth, never done that before. Got to wrestle there. Uh, got to go back to Melbourne not too long ago. That was rad. And just the whole year in Adelaide has been fantastic. Um, I'm a big believer in if you're not chasing after it, you're not going to get it. Now, why, why does Adelaide get a bum rap from us people over in Melbourne? Oh, yeah quite enjoy it my family we, we go we travel adelaide at least once a year or you know not in the re- most recent times but why does it That's get why a bum, bum rap because you're there so often oh look the thing is if you live in melbourne and then you come to adelaide you realize how good adelaide is and then you just go back to crummy melbourne and you're just bitter about it so you're going to be angry at someone so adelaide cops it i guess <laughs> fair enough the, the coffee is better in melbourne though surely you will agree Oh, yeah, look, I don't drink coffee, so wouldn't know. <laughs> you should move to Sydney then. You would be fine. Ah, too many hipsters there for me. <laughs> um, now, you started wrestling really young, it's fair to say. I did. I did um, very, very young. How did, you, how did you go about getting into the business so, so young and, and were your parents supportive of it? 
Um, I just, I played every single sport there was and just got a bit bored with it. So I was always a wrestling fan growing up, regardless of what sport I was playing. I was always watching wrestling. I was always interested in wrestling. And then it just hit a point where I wasn't really doing anything. And I'm the type of person that needs to be stimulated. So I thought, why not give wrestling a crack? Um, and then, yeah, my parents were cool with it. Um, my mum, me being so young, she drove me to pretty much every single training, every single show, regardless of where it was. So a big shout out to my mum, who uh, practically shotgunned my whole career. So, yeah. <laughs> shout out to Mrs. Hayter. Yeah. Um, so when you're when you're lining up for your first match, you're you're a boy among men. It's fair to say. Um, yeah. Do you think being so young and like helps you with conquering nerves and things like that? Because you're not thinking about the consequences as much as if you're a, a 21 year old having their first match. Um. Yes and no. Like I was still nervous, and I still understood that I was a very young little fleshling. Uh, in a very big manly business um, I was surrounded by a lot of manly men who uh, <laughs> definitely look wrestling used to be very different back in the day and they they uh, they definitely beat a respect into me for the business that's uh, that's a nice way of putting it <laughs> now being a uh, well could easily say a veteran at 24, 25 years old. Would, mm. Looking back, or you know, if you had a young 13 or 14 year old kid come up to you now and say, Hey, I want to get in the wrestling business, you think it would be a good idea? Oh, 13, 14, definitely not. I remember going through ghost spurts in high school, and that was a uh, that with wrestling was definitely a tricky task to handle. Um, but yeah, I'd just say, look, if you're that age, just wait a few more years and then you can give it a crack. You definitely stand apart from most workers in the country from your character work and what, what goes into who Matt Hayter is when you're at a show. Mm-hmm. How, much, how much do you think about uh, the artist performance you know, during the week and when you're not training and things like that? Is it something that's always ticking through your mind? Oh, it's always ticking. It's always going on in my brain. Um, it's all I think about practically. Um, but the thing is, I'm, I'm not playing a character. I'm just me. I'm just Matt Hayter. And uh, I am always thinking of better ways to be a better Matt Hayter or a different Matt Hayter. Um, but yeah, I'm constantly ticking over thinking about things that are for me or things that are for now my kids that I train. So it's... Uh, yeah, it's a full-time job for me. A lot of people don't commit that much time or can't commit that much time, but I'm luckily able to. Now that you're doing some training, what's the difference between having to worry about the guys you're training and the girls you're training and, and, and teaching them as opposed to just you know, preparing yourself for matches? Um, it's a weird one because the, the group that I have is varied in skill and experience and whatnot. Um, so I have brand new, uh, fresh out the gate rookies that are just learning, uh, how to walk in a straight line. And then I have people like Dean Brady, who's been wrestling practically the same time as me, 
but he doesn't know the things that I know and I don't know the things he knows. So when you're in there with guys like that, you can bounce things off each other, um, show things to each other, and then everyone benefits from it. Like a high tide um, raises all the boats. I'm glad you mentioned Dean Brady because I find that he's someone who, who really doesn't get uh, the credit and attention he deserves from outside South Australia. Um, oh, absolutely. He's, uh, he's inside the ring fundamentally solid. There's nothing you can really fault him on. Outside of the ring, he's a really good dude. Um, he's a bit small when it comes to gym lifting. Like, he's really small compared to me. <laughs> I'm way bigger. Um, but now that he's, he's really come out of his shell and he's, like, he's found uh, what I call beans gravy um, with his sister Delta, who's also rather entertaining uh, in the ring, solid outside of the ring, also very small compared to me. I'm just another level uh, built different, as some would say. But it's good that there seems to be a real change in Adelaide wrestling and wrestling in general in Australia that a lot more eyes are looking at the guys that I think deserve the spotlight, like your Katie Trays, your Dean Brady's, um, a newcomer relatively to RCW, Party Guy Ty, absolute star of a human. Um, I'm, it's just like, it warms my heart to see it. Like guys like Baron too. Um, it's so, it's just rad to see so many dudes getting eyes on them now. You uh, I mean, for a long time, you guys in South Australia were almost the only people wrestling indie wrestling on the planet um, mm. during COVID. So I noticed you guys getting a lot of eyes on you from overseas during that period. Yeah, and we, we, uh, we definitely knew it. Like we were, it was told every training session that a lot of people were looking at you and you need to be up to scratch and you need to look a certain way and you need to, like, it was hammered into us, which was great because it made us all perform so much better. Yeah, so that pressure is welcomed. Like, you know, coming over to Deathmatch Down Under and being on IWTV, more mm. eyes. So, you know. Yeah, it was rad. And, like, I personally, I'm one of the people that hates Twitter. Like, I just don't go on it. If I'm going on it, I'm probably on the toilet and I'm looking at memes, um, looking at Hasbulla memes or anything like that. But at the same time, like, I've my Twitter got blown up after being on Deathmatch, which is rad. Um, a few people liked me. A few people didn't. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Uh, it doesn't really matter to me because I know I'm great. I was uh, standing with a few of the women in the crowd and they seemed pretty happy to have you there. Oh, shocker. Not surprised by that one at all. <laughs> like I said, the women, they want to be with me and the men want to be me. And they also want to be with me. I, I don't discriminate. Um, I mean, you can't discriminate. If, uh, I mean, everyone's got their own taste and their own Correct. And the, one of the rad things about RCW, um, me and Chris Basso being our life partner, having that type of relationship, I've had so many messages from all sorts of people from all different walks of life telling me that they've felt more comfortable coming to wrestling shows because we've broke down the barrier and uh, like they can have, come and have fun now. Wrestling's not really that, oh, I'm a man and I drink beer and I'm here to eat meat and watch people beat each other up. No, like people can come to wrestling and there can be a very large, strong woman or there can be a dude in a scary mask or there can be two dudes kissing. It's for everyone. It's rad. Yeah, and I mean, with wrestling um, fans, I mean, it's a very broad church, the wrestling fan. Um, and a lot of people who are into wrestling 
we didn't have a lot of friends when we were growing up. So um, it's good to have a, a place where people feel welcome. They can shout, they can forget about life for two hours the way that other people do at the football, other people do at the theatre or whatever they want to do. Yeah. And like, if I'm in a position where I can make people uh, feel more comfortable coming to a wrestling show and getting a bit out of their shell and enjoying themselves for a night off, then I'm going to do that. Um, whether you're cheering for me or booing for me, you're going to come and you're going to have fun. Yeah, it's, it's um, definitely something we've noticed, especially at live shows that have ran in the last 18 months, is companies trying to create a safe atmosphere for all the fans, you know, from all walks of life, which is, you know, which is good. Yeah, it's, it's sick. And, like, I'll go into a little story right now. It'll be real quick and I won't name names. But I got a message on Instagram. I got a message on Instagram from a very young fellow who came to an RCW show for the first time. And he said that he's always felt a bit enclosed on himself and a bit in his shell. And that seeing me and how I was acting, um, he came out of his shell and he felt comfortable enough to tell me that he was actually a bisexual. And I said, that's rad, man. That's really cool. And I'm glad that me performing and me just being me made you feel comfortable enough to tell another person. Cause at that point he hasn't told anyone. Yeah. Um, and I said, that's awesome, dude. Like we were um, not backstage. We were after the show at the Arca bar and he told me all this. And I said, that's so rad. I'm so glad that uh, like I made you feel that way. So please keep continuing being yourself, supporting wrestling and everything like that. Cause like wrestling's the best thing in the world. And it's a, I mean, it's a privileged position to be in where you're doing what you love, you're performing for crowds, but you're also hearing stories of empowerment and how you've had an effect on people's lives. Yeah, it's wild. Like, definitely that kid that debuted in a shed in front of 13 people doesn't think about that type of stuff. Uh, 13, how many of them paid? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh let's not talk about that one. <laughs> Is um, that still the smallest crowd you've worked in front of? No, the smallest crowd I worked in front of was four. Four strong. Yeah, but yeah. They, were as, they were as loud as 12, so. Ah, oh, yeah, they were. It was, they almost <laughs> got up to 14, but they just didn't get there one in the them, end. One of them went to the bathroom during that crucial period. Um, yeah, it just died. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about ACW. You've been the champion there. I mean, even longer than I've been the champion at... Um, WrestleBrainia. So <laughs> what's it been like to, to sort of put that company on your back and, and be the face of it and, and sort of carry the can for so long? Um, it's rad. Like, it's just good vibes and stuff. But at the same time, um, when I got to ACW, it was only supposed to be a temporary thing. Um, I was only going to come in, do a few matches and then scoot off. But I saw something in ACW that I really wanted to help. Um, even at that point, I didn't like, I wanted to help, but I didn't really know how. Yeah. So I just stuck around. I kept putting in the reps, kept helping out where I could. And then it got to the point where they started giving back to me. And I was like, oh, thank you. Um, cool. And then it kept going up and up and up. And then, like, I'm really proud of what ACW has accomplished and what I've helped accomplish with them. Yeah, and I mean, all the reports I get from people who've been in and around that company are really positive, um, mm -hmm. that it's just a good bunch of people uh, working hard. Yeah, and it, it's a good bunch of young guys and girls 
that really just love wrestling and just want to wrestle. Um, there's definitely like, there's a level of, you can tell it in the backstage with guys that just want to be weekend warriors. And then there's guys that want to take it to the next level. And that's in any locker room everywhere. But if I can go into a locker room and I see the guys that want to take it to the next level, I'm like, cool. I want to wrestle them. I want to be with them. And yeah, that's what I see a lot. Yeah. Um, one thing I it was probably a couple of years ago now, there was the ill-fated attempt at a promotion in South Australia, Iron Fist or whatever. Yikes. Yeah. Every second week. Um, yep. And one thing that was really pleasing about uh, when that did go bust was just the way ACW and RCW kind of worked together to to save the ticket holders, basically. Um, and and take, yeah. a, take, a, take a financial loss to basically put a show on for people who had bought tickets in good faith. Um, what was it like to, to see you know, that sort of thing happening in the local scene? Um, I was, there was a point in wrestling in South Australia where, again, being a young mind, I didn't really know any better and I just, I wasn't around long enough where I was like, oh, why isn't everyone wrestling for each other? And why isn't, why isn't that a thing? Everyone so then I broke of, off. Everyone outside of South Australia asks those same questions. Correct. Um, and then I got to the point where I was wrestling at Snake Pit, PWSA, whatever you want to call it. And then I was going ACW and then I transitioned into RCW. And then there was a point where I had my fingers in all the pies and it was just, it was like, oh, let's convince one person here to go there, 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 there. And then it just opened up everything. Um, and that was sort of around the same time that the, sub-zero iron fist whatever you want to call it thing died in the ass and then luckily we've got good dudes in adelaide um the management of our rcw and the management of acw came together and said all right let's just put on a cool show for everyone to enjoy um which is just realistically wrestling at its core yeah well it's so important because if you know if you had you know a couple of wrestling fans you know turn away from the local scene because of having a bad experience from, you know, that company not doing the right thing. Mm. Yeah. That's the flow on effect company, you know, company for the other companies. Very loose, very loose work. <laughs> so yeah. Well, that, that flows into my next question. How, what the state of wrestling in South Australia now compared to what it was, you know, when you first got into the business, what's the biggest difference? Um, the biggest difference is like, there doesn't seem to be this underlying weird ego beef anymore. Um, like I know that I helped a lot of guys, especially when they were in weird positions in wrestling where it affects everything. Like if you're in a weird spot, it affects uh, your outside life and they just didn't know what to do. And I was like, Hey, how about you just go here, see what it's like, get a grasp of it. And then you can wrestle here too. Like just go everywhere and just get a good understanding of what you want, what you got, what you need. Um, so yeah, it's just like, I don't know, maybe there's a lot more younger guys around. Uh, maybe there's not enough older heads. I don't know what it is, but I just, I'm, I'm real happy with the scene at the moment because there's a lot of dudes working hard. There's still, there always is going to be a lot of dudes that aren't working hard, but it shows tenfold who works hard. Now, uh, you spoke about Chris Basso briefly already. Um, My man. 
that was one of the more entertaining things that I was following from a distance on social media was you um, lobbying basically to be tag team partners with Chris Basso. Um, mm-hmm. Was that a was that a fun time in your career? Oh, it's still going on. I'm wearing the shirt right now, <laughs> but um, it's definitely still going on. We're just not tagging as much at the moment, but we're still training together. We still talk every day. I was actually on the phone to him not too long ago uh, talking about Saturday. So, yeah, like we're still, we're still a team. We're just not in tag matches at the moment. That's all it is. Um, he supports me and I support him. I'm going to be on his corner this weekend when he takes on Havoc for the RCW Championship. Um, and he's going to be warming me up before I go out for my match. I understand that he has a bigger match, so I'm not going to ask him to be there for me. Um, but, yeah, it's just an understanding of what world-class egos is and world-class egos is for everyone. We accept everyone. We love everyone. We love each other more than anything. Um, And as much as I want my RCW championship back, if he wins it this Saturday, it's the next best thing. Do you think uh, Chris Basso gets the credit that he deserves for how important he's been to South Australian wrestling? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. He deserves so much more credit than what he gets he deserves so much more just everything than what he gets i can't speak highly of another human than him um literally the hardest worker in the room uh just lifts everyone's mood and he's given so much to the wrestling scene in south australia that it's criminal that he's not seen everywhere at such a high standard. He's always been entertaining when uh, we seen, we seen him up in Sydney um, mm-hmm. for the Coliseum show. Jeez. Yeah. It feels like a lifetime ago now. Um, you know, and he's one half of the highlights of, of the weekend. Of half of that weekend got cancelled, didn't they? Wow. I don't want to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> when, that, when that got announced, that was a big, like... It was so exciting for me because I was like, finally, a lot of people, a lot of modern crowds are going to see you. Um, and he was like, oh, well, you know. And I was like, no, like, this is this is rad. But he is also just a grumpy old man at the same time. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a very, very weird relationship we have. He's a grumpy old man with a family and I'm a 24-year-old and we kiss on the weekends. It's, it's good fun. <laughs> Speaking of relationships in wrestling, uh, Richie Taylor, you two guys go way back? We do, we do. Um, like I said, which you fellas would have heard in the uh, deathmatch peer pressure from dead people, check it out on ITV, whatever it is. Um, I said that we were both reaching a point in our careers where we were about to break out and we put on something special in Adelaide. And since then, we've always been super, super tight. Um, it's unfortunate that I had to provoke him the way I did to get the match and death match, but you know, we're still tight and we still understand that like as much as it sucks that he's leaving, um, and we got to have that special moment in the ring, and then we got to have an even special moment backstage, which was which made realistically made the whole trip worth it for me. Um, and I won't share what it was because that's a moment for me and him. Um but yeah, like me and Richie are very tight, and it's a, it, again another weird friendship relationship like i'm closer to his son's age than i am to him 
<laughs> so yeah. <laughs> uh, no, definitely. Look, Richie's one of those guys that it's hard not to like him. He calls a spade a shovel, and um, mm-hmm. he doesn't pull his punches in the ring or outside the ring. No, but sir. That honesty of who he is, and uh, he will never misrepresent himself, and you've got to respect it. No, nah, not at all. Um, and it's like, like even when we were both off doing our own things and we were both taking it to the next level, we were always checking up on each other and always seeing how we were going. Um, so, yeah, it, is, it does break my heart that he's done. But I'm so grateful that I got to have one of his last matches. And to have that, as, that was that your first singles match in Melbourne? Um, no, it was my no. second. Second. Um, but to have like you haven't been here for a long time, um, mm, very long time. To have to have that match against someone who is such a crowd favourite in DMDU and has been a big part of them establishing their footprint in Melbourne, to be able yep. to come in and, and have that match with someone who you respect in front of a crowd that doesn't know you, and it's sort of a really good way of, to establish yourself over here. Yeah, not wrong. Like they definitely loved him. I learned that one real quick. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, it was cool to come in and, look, Adelaide crowds are different to Melbourne crowds, so the Melbourne dudes did not like me at all, but that's fine. They're entitled to their opinion, even if it's wrong. Like, they can have it. There was a couple of uh, guys in the front row. They, they were pretty wrong all night every time you uh, came out. Yeah. Look, a big shout-out to the security team for looking after me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, some people love me, some people don't. It just It is what it is. Uh, look, it's all about getting a reaction, and you definitely got that, so you can't complain. Yeah, I got such a good reaction that, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you might be seeing me in Geelong. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, there's, well, there's a scoop. Beautiful. Uh, you come all the way to Melbourne, you go to Geelong. That's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look. It's not far from Richie's do? house, so you can uh, stop by there and uh, have a backyard match with him. Oh, look, if I did that, his career... Well, his life career would be over. I'd break his neck. Um, yeah. And, like, if you go on to Richie's house, really, what are you going to do? Like, he's got vegan food. He probably doesn't even have, like, proper beer. This he doesn't have any beer. No, no beer. Oh, yeah. See, there you go. No, it's not even worth going. Yeah, no, that's yeah. fair. Richie's straight edge. Oh. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, talk about the, the reaction you got from Deathmatch Down. It was basically um, as soon as you walked out because you probably have one of the... Uh, best ring uh, jackets in the business at the minute. Yeah, look, it goes along with the uh, the rest of me, the beautiful face, which is perfect. There's no flaws. The beautiful body, no flaws again. So you just need something. You need an outfit that goes with it. That's all a part of being the official ego, really. And you brought the... You, you were smart enough to bring a spare pair of... Uh, you know, a spare pair of tights for your... Um... Spare pair of trunks for the rumble. No one else seems to do that. Are you uh, looking down on everyone and now they're wrestling in sweaty, dirty oh, clothes? Look, I'm looking down on everyone always. But if if I can show everyone how stylish I am twice in one night, I'm going to do it. Yeah, uh, smart. If you've got to flaunt it, I say. Look, I, I have some very good assets that my gear shows off. So, look. I'm just giving the people what they want. Yeah. Well, you know, some people don't have one good pair of wrestling trunks 
and you've got many. So show yeah. them off as much as you can. I have many. <laughs> uh, talk to us a little bit about this week's show. So this week, uh, me and Dean Valenze, who attacked me at the last event. What a um, Yeah, I know, from behind too. I didn't see her coming. I was yelling at Havoc, that bald dickhead. But um, I was uh, having a chat with Havoc, and then next thing I know, I got elbowed in the back of the head and then got hit with a big clothesline. So Valente is trying to say that we're boys and all this. And look, we have shared locker rooms in the past. Uh, again, another guy that was over in a different pond from me. Um, but when we shared them locker rooms, we didn't really care for each other. So whatever he's saying is just utter dribble. And now he's coming into RCW trying to take my spot, trying to put me out and get himself over. And it's just not going to happen. Like, I'm on a different level team. It must be annoying to have a bloke, you know, try and take a shortcut by getting to, by trying to make his name off of you. Look, I've had it happen many times because, again, as a young grizzled vet, um, everyone sees me and goes, that's the one I'm going after. Like, he's been around. Everyone likes him. Everyone knows him. He's got a big-ish name for himself. Like, you look at Adelaide Wrestling, you, Matt Hayter's the top of the conversation. I'm the gatekeeper of Adelaide Wrestling. So everyone sees that and goes, ah, let's get in. It's not going to work. Never works. So Valente is making his day, RCW debut because after yes, Saturday he's... night, it's uh, be a short run in RCW for him. Yeah, it's unfortunate that he has to make his debut against me. But look, if I have to be the one that kicks his head in and then sends him back down to rookie trainings, I will be. Yeah, fair enough too. Yeah, he's, look, he's got a rough head. Like, it, it deserves a kick. It looks like a drop pasty. Come on. <laughs> um, the beauty of this year is that it looks like companies are going to continue running shows right to Christmas, and then they're starting early next year. So um, what plans have you got for next year? How many, are you going to be looking at wrestling everywhere in the country? I am hopefully looking to wrestle everywhere in the country. Um, getting more eyes on me definitely helps. Uh, I'm staking my claim in DMDU as the new king. Uh, Roycey, don't get too comfortable with that belt. Um, it's a match I wouldn't mind seeing, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, look, my hair is definitely better than his. He's already balding and he's, what, 23 or something? I've seen blokes who are bald. Like, Hogan's hair is not far off Roycey's, unfortunately, for Roycey. Yeah, well, Roycey's going to have a bad trouble. He's going to have no hair and no championship by the end of the year. <laughs> That's going to be my fault. Um but yeah, like I look to stake my claim in Melbourne with Deathmatch. Um, I look to get my championship back at RCW, whether that be from Havoc or Seabass, unfortunate, if it has to be Seabass. Um, Sydney, maybe I'll go up there, take the women's championship from Xena. Me and her have a bit of a Twitter beef, Instagram beef. She's in love with me. I have a problem with her because she tried to take me away from Chris. And that's just one thing you don't do, right? Yeah. I would have been fine. She could have taken me out to a nice dinner. She could have bought me a few drinks. Maybe she could have wined and dined me. But she tried to take me away from Chris. And that's just not on. Um, but Sydney's definitely one I want to crack into. Sydney's definitely a place I want to be at. Um, Perth, EPW, wouldn't mind going there. Me and uh, Gavin McGavin have a bit of history. So it wouldn't be, wouldn't be bad uh, rekindling that. So, yeah, I'll, just, I'll look to be everywhere. Um, yeah, 
Well, any promoters listening, you know, uh, you know where he is. Mm, the King of Adelaide, you know where I am. On his throne. That's all right. But what about uh, internationally? Is there any thoughts into that? You know, oh, coming look, out of this pandemic. Yeah, hopefully when it's all open, um, I'll definitely be looking at Jet off. Um, I've hit a point in my life as a person where I just want to go travel a bit. And if I can do that with wrestling, absolutely rad. Um, and I'm trying to convince Seabass that we're going to get a tour of Japan together. World-class egos go to Japan. They'll love us there. And then his one dream match that he wants is to wrestle the Briscoes. And I said, I'll make it happen. Don't worry about it. So <laughs> world-class egos versus the Briscoe boys. It's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, if, you, if, if you put it out into the universe, it's, it's a big chance of happening. That's for sure. Yeah. You got you to gotta manifest it. You got to let it happen. Exactly. Um, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, we've, we're loving what you're doing and we can't wait to see what happens next year for you. Thank you very much. Look, I can't blame you. I'm great, fantastic, one of a kind. Um, but yeah, keep supporting. Uh, support all the other boys and girls too. If you can, buy their wrestler merch, buy their merch at the uh, merch desk, whatever you can. Support the boys and girls, not just me, everyone. And that's been Matt Hayter. Welcome back, second segment of the program. The last program for 2021, gentlemen. Great interview. Well done. Um, there might be a bit of heat between uh, Royce Chambers and Matt Hayter after that. that yep. Yeah. yeah. He's, um, was he hinting at having a hair match or he's just letting nature take its course? Sorry, I'm not sure. He's blurring the lines for me. Yeah. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I think he got him right between the eyes. And got yeah. the exclusive. He's going to be in the uh, Geelong match for DMD. He said he might be, might be in oh, okay. Geelong. Yeah. I didn't wink, hear it, wink. Tony. He said, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You should know what that means. You know, unfortunate for well, Matt. I know what it means in my bedroom. Geelong. Was that just roll it over? It means that you get to get out of the room, doesn't it? Yeah, correct. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't come anywhere near me. Uh, all right, let's get straight into it. Hey, you, haven't introduced, you haven't introduced Jules. Oh, I have too. So he's there. Uh, hello, way. Jules, all the way from the UK. He's with us. Do. Live and direct from sunny Leeds. Sunny Leeds. So you're in Yorkshire? I am in Yorkshire temporarily, back down to London uh, later today. Mate, would it be born, fair to Yorkshire say that you're... Born, Yorkshire bred, strong on the arm and thick in the head. Does it still apply? I'm thick in the head, that's for sure. <laughs> I've got a very thick head this morning. Like full disclosure, it was it was quite a heavy night last night. So it's um, as we're speaking, half nine, and I'm still not recovered. Is it hard to get used to warm beer again? <laughs> it, it's hard to get used to the fact that I walked past a pub that had a big Foster's sign on the outside, like literally advertising the fact that they sell Foster's as a as a draw. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, the Foster's over there taste better than the Foster's here. Still shit, but it's, it's better. Yeah. Different flavours of piss. At least it's cold. 
Yeah. I think it's weird that you've been back in England for uh, five to six days and you've lost your Aussie accent already and you've gone back to the English <laughs> accent. It's very thick. Uh, honestly, my, my, my Bogan card has been taken away from me. It's a shame. I'm shocked that you've been there five or six days and you haven't caught COVID yet. <laughs> Triple jabber. It's all about the boosters. Beautiful. Well, I'm due for mine. Hey, uh, let's get into it, boys. Uh, Robbie Eagles announced on the 14th of January. What did he yeah, announce on the 14th of January? PWA have announced him. I've just got um, here. Robbie yeah. announced for the 14th of January. Is that for us uh, or okay. is that for a show? That's for PWA show. Uh, Black yeah. Label well, you've Parade. Got to, you've, you've got to be more um, succinct with these uh, items for poor Tony. You're throwing him he, under the bus. He de- he delivers the the topic, and we talk about it. So it's good to see Robbie. You know, assume he's coming home a couple of days before that. Bro, you know, well, he's totally renovated new home that he's hardly been in. Um, so new new home for him. So be good to see some, him back in the country. I'm going to get some heat here, but I'm waiting for a wrestling show to be named after a, ba- a song from a good band. <laughs> Uh, no, you lost me. Who, who would the well, good band be? Anyone other than anyone other than uh, My Chemical Romance would be a start. Yeah, I put them on the same level. I put them on the same level as Nickelback. Hmm. Maybe because it's a, an emotional emo return for Robbie to come home. Uh, maybe, maybe that is why. It will be an emotional night, that's for sure. Yeah. How, how long has he been out of the country now? Five months. Too long. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's good. Hopefully, he can sneak in a a trip to Melbourne while he's uh, while he's home. Hopefully, he can go. sneak some strong zero in. Oh yeah, and he could be it could be bringing about with him as well, pending what happens at Wrestle Kingdom against yeah, the nice. coaches and Bullet Club. Yes, well, hopefully, I don't. Um, we don't want to do Robbie no belts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, how long will we expect him to stay in Australia? Is it just a Fleeting visitor. I don't know. I'll um, I'll I'll work through my back channels, Tony. Thank you. It'll yeah. be great yeah. if you could. You ask your partner to talk to his partner, and that's how you get the Robbie scoops. Yes, three yeah, weeks. Three weeks is. after Steph gets them. I'll um, I'll have a chat to Snez on the weekend as well. Please see do. if we can both uh, back channel that way. Well, we've had uh, we've had plenty of big names let go from the WWE in the past 12 or so months. But now we've got big names actually taking themselves out. Kevin Owens resigning. No, he didn't. He re-signed. That re-signed. Resigns. R-E-S-I-G-N-S. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a hyphen in that word, Lyle. Listen, if you guys want me to do the run sheet, this is what you have to put up with. All right. Seriously, it says Kevin Owens resigns to, from WWE. He resigns and then he, he re-signed the new contract, Tony. So he didn't resign at all. No. Uh, Tony, can you put Lyle on mute for a few minutes? I'm thinking I might start the whole segment again. No, this isn't your fault. I've got, I've got your back here, Tony. Like, your competence has been brought into question far too many times. Um, but Lyle's competence is at an all-time low. We've seen a lot of people let go by the WWE in the last 12 months, but great to see someone actually re-signing with them. Yes, it is. Look, it's, it's good for Kevin Owens. He's obviously, I think they've um, offered him a truckload of money. Um, his best friend works there. He's got a family. 
why wouldn't you look after your family? He's, uh, I think it's he's made the right decision for him. For the time being, the carousel being the way it is, he could be sacked next week. Who knows? <laughs> oh, surely, surely you'd ask for a no sacking clause these days. Oh, yeah, you'd have their behaviour. If AEW throwing a bucket load of money at him, he would have got a no cut, surely contract. You know, whatever it is, five or six people that have got it. But yeah, setting up his family for life with a truckload of money. He's thirty-seven. He's always been a huge WWE fan, and it doesn't matter what he's doing on TV. He always looks like he's having fun. So. Why disrupt I'd like to see him give him something good to do. Hopefully, they'll reward him for re-signing and give him decent storyline because he is meandering on the on on their story at the moment. But most people are because there's not a lot of creativity. But I'd like to see Kevin get another run at the top of the card. Maybe he can have like a dancing dinosaur gimmick or something. That that might be good. I tell you, I love it. You do. <laughs> That's good you do shit. It. You do well with Vince, I think. <laughs> the same age. But no, so. it, it, it is good that it's so unpredictable that if you read or watch the YouTubes and all of the commentary, it's like, oh, he's leaving. He's definitely had enough. He's definitely leaving and then re-signed. But yeah, you just don't know what's going to happen next. I just like that you've got the YouTube channels. They just guess and, and report it as news, let's face it. Um, mm. It's the main reason we refuse to, to do any news because we know we'd be guessing it. And we'd probably still be right as many times as them. Mm. Uh, New Japan tag and junior finals. Gentlemen, what's happening there? It's over. Oh, it's, been, it's been a well long done. slog, but it's been good. You got you got you caught the show even while you were out of the country, Jules? Oh, yeah. Managed to catch it. Just missed the main. Um, but, yeah, look, I... I popped for the um, Doki Choki reference, so always giving Gino a shout out. So, so that was good. One of the early matches, but um, yeah, as, as I said before, the 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 junior tag match of like Mega Coaches and Flying Tiger and ELP and Ishimori could be um, could be a winner. But you think obviously you, the big story though is the big story Shibata. Yes, returns to Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, how many times have you watched that, and how many times have you cried? Um, I cried a lot. Yeah, yeah it's been great. I, I'm trying to think about who is going to be he's going to be up against, right? Because they've, um, as of recording, just released most of the cards, and there is one person that doesn't seem to have a match, and that's Minoru Suzuki. Well, that, that's that's a way to um, put him in the ring with Suzuki and let everyone know that he's full, fully healthy. Um, you know, putting him in a ring with that. I just thought. Him coming to the ring in the suit and basically the whole segment lasting 30 seconds, the crowd clapping, you know, losing their minds via clapping and him crying before even getting a word out. Uh, yeah, I've watched it three or four times and teared up every time. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think it's almost worthwhile from now on you just bringing news stories for when you don't cry. Right. You know, just listen very, to you talking about it. We'll have a we'll have yeah. a very short, short show. Kevin Owens uh, re-signed. I oh, know you cried because you wanted to see him in AEW <laughs> on the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I know I'm going to get three different answers here, but I'll ask the question anyway. Who's your wrestler of 2020? 2020. That's a while ago. 
2021 Tony. even. Yeah, 2021, Tony. What year are you in, buddy? <laughs> I know the pandemic's been long, but jeez. I'm gonna um, post. I'm gonna post this rundown, just so people don't think that I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> Listen, if you want me to do the run sheet, this is what you have to put up. I'll with. be honest with you. This one was deliberate to throw you under the bus because yeah. <laughs> I was talking to Lyle and he realised he'd made a mistake. The other ones are all on Lyle, but this one was a joke. But it's not funny now because the other ones were legitimately in there. Yeah, I said I've got to quickly change that. He goes, no, no, leave it in. <laughs> I said, oh, all right. <laughs> Uh, so, wrestler of 2021, Tony. I can see you're um, you're getting a little flustered there, mate. Oh, uh, well, obviously, the thing is that Tony's still going to pick Ravishing Rick Rude. So <laughs> he had a banner of a year. Uh, mine's an easy one. It's Hangman. The Millennial Cowboy story was great for me. You know, him him losing his friends and losing his confidence, and you know, becoming the AEW champion. It was a, a feel-good moment of the year for me. So, yeah, Hangman Adam Page for mine. For me, it's Robbie Eagles. I think um, to win, to become the first Australian to win a title in New Japan and then to become the second Australian to win a title in New Japan in the space of a month uh, and carry two belts at the same time, um, what he's done in almost reviving that juniors division in a, in a really tough period for the company as well as making Australia proud. I think it's been a banner year and just about as good of a year as an Australian's ever had. I would probably have to say CM Punk just because of the impact that that's had on the, on the wrestling scene. And I know it's been not throughout the whole year, but he's sold a bucket load of shirts. He's proved he's still relevant even after his absolutely disgraceful MMA um, short-lived career, um, he's come back and it's like he never left. So in terms of impact, I'm, I'm going for CM Punk. What about you, Tony? Yeah, Matt Wahlberg for me. <laughs> Grayson yeah. Waller? I think the way, Jay, yep, exactly. The yeah. way he's taken NXT by storm after an impressive few weeks on 205 Live as he's semi-main eventer and then into main events and now NXT. He'll be main roster WWE within six months. That's how they've gone all in on him, haven't they? Yeah. He's, he could be the face of NXT in two or three months. Yeah. For sure. The way he's going, the trajectory, that's for sure. So, great. Good news for him. And second, yeah. a very close second, ravishing Rick Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hard, hard, to not, hard to deny it. Well, I mean, he didn't know Ravishing Rick Rude uh, taking um, Atomic Jobs is one of my favourite Twitter accounts. So, yeah. Um, yeah. There you go. Hey, Second uh, only uh, wrestlers with hats. Renegades yes. continue to announce talent. Who have we got on the roster this time? Emin the Kid. Oh. And um, I feel like they've got just about the most stacked cruiserweight division already that you could probably have in Australia. Um, I reckon they're psychosis and silver King off having the best one ever. <laughs> not, not nowadays psychosis and silver King. Silver King not, died, didn't he? That's all. Um, yeah. Not current day. Um, ravishing Rick Rude might be a, the, 
Hey, too big. Announcement next next week. Um, no, yeah, salivating at that. Like Aman, Royce, and Matt Diamond, the stories that they could tell. Don't know. forget Lockie. Lockie's there too. Um, and Lockie's an underrated worker. Yeah. I'm just thinking that those three, like having triple threats or, you know, however they work matches against each other. I'm exciting. And then taking it around the country as well. Um, you know, Aman has been underrated for a while now, you know. He's only 20. Yeah, easily has the second best uh, ring robe in Australian wrestling, second to um, Matt Hayter. I think it's equal first. Equal first? You weren't saying that during the interview. No, because I heard what uh, Matt Hayter said to Royce and I didn't want to cop it next. (laughs) (laughs) It was weird when he started talking about Royce, you turned your camera off. Well, I also joined in and bagged Royce, which I would never do. Yeah, you were scared. I, um, I haters flicked... get a hate, hate, hate. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I, I flick quicker than the big show. There's not enough Tony singing on this podcast. There's more well, than enough rapping. There's not enough. There was, there was a lot of feedback from his last attempt. Is it good? Uh, let's just call it mixed, Tony. Mixed is good. I'm happy with mixed. Yeah. So, some people said it was the worst thing they ever heard. Yeah. Well, I said I said that myself, to be honest. And other people said it was so bad that it was good. Yeah. That's yeah, the, okay. that's where you that's where you're aiming for. Molly's off yeah. complaining about it now. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I I just thought it was tremendous. I think it's one of the greatest pieces of music I've ever heard. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm assuming we're but you rolling slept it. for two days. Yeah, he's jet lagged. He, you know, he's in another country. He, he doesn't even know what he's saying now. He's going to listen Thanks, to this Jill. show in a couple of days. Like, what the hell was I talking about? Like, when did but- I record this? <laughs> oh, I didn't even. Remember. Yeah, now you'll be right, Tony. Just make sure at the end, you know, this being our last episode, we uh, put that wrap at the end of the show, mate. Send the beautiful and the fans off, uh, the listeners off. Happy That'll Christmas. be our Christmas present to everyone. Oh. Yes. Yeah. I'd rather coal. a lump of coal. Uh. Uh, you'll 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 be laughing on the other side of your face when when Tony's covered in drip and he's got a billion streams on Spotify. Telling he's you. almost got yeah, to, now. To look fair, at I did I did vote for you in the hottest one hundred, Tony. So we'll see if you can. Oh, thank you. you can sneak in. The way the uh, hottest one hundred been the last couple of years, you've got a good chance. <laughs> <laughs> it's not getting worse. We're getting old. It's not oh, for okay. us anymore. Yeah, uh, fair enough. Hey, uh, who's going to preview PCW Ignition? On Sunday night for me. Lyle is. Christmas ignition. Christmas ignition, Tony. Oh, mate, big card. You got big uh, big debuts from you know, Tyson Baxter and Big Dude Energy going to be there. It's a banger of a card. Royce versus Tyson. You know, that could be a match in any promotion. Uh, yeah. Fans. And I see that's, that, that's the kind of match that's going to happen over the next 18 months in various forms. Uh, we're definitely, you know, we are going to find out at this show is the power of wrestlers with hats because they've announced they're going to be there. And I yep. want to see how many of the workers come out in hats. Yep. Yep. Over well, on good authority, there'll be at least two. Well, you know, Royce wears a hat for different reasons that Matt Hader was talking about earlier. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, the return of Wake against uh, JJ Ferno. I'm hoping that's a chairs match. Um, I, um, for Wake's sake, it's not a chairs match because there'll be none left for him. Well, you know, maybe JJ needs to be, be hit with a couple. You know, Daniel Swagger's making his return to wrestling. 
you know, in a tables match, RB4K. This is him and um, well, you know, it's Ryan a new look, RB4K. Yeah, it's a very new look. I had the second look. Yeah, Cage and uh, O'Leary. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, true champions versus big dude energy. This is a banger. Um, I think only a couple of days ago, there's 20 odd tickets left. I think it's going to sell out by Saturday for sure. Oh, if it's not now. Yeah. Excellent. That's great news for PCW. Uh, MCW and PWA have their show on Sunday at 2 p.m. after the private function on Saturday. Yeah, I don't know why that um, private function show didn't make Lyle's run sheet, but, you know, a lot of things didn't, I assume. Yeah, so the, the, they'll, be crowning, they'll be crowning a new Why would you want champion. to tell everyone about it if no one can go? This joke hasn't been working the last three or four times that you've tried I'm it. Just That's a lie, because Jules is laughing and I'm laughing as well. <laughs> <laughs> if, the, if this like, joke's an audience for two, it's good enough for me. It's like the rap is so bad it's good, and it's this this joke is so terrible. Labored. It's it's nearly good. Yeah. I just like the joke because I know he says it, and I'm laughing before I know he's going to have to explain it because no one laughs out loud. That's, I laugh at that part, Tony. So um, why's no one going? Sorry, Walshy. I'm going. We're to the private function. Yes. So you were invited. <laughs> The kind of pull I have in this town, Tony. Um, That's commitment to the gimmick. I, I love it. We're on Sunday. MCW will crown a new women's champion. Who do we think is going to win that Rumble? Jess Troy. Yeah, Jess Troy for mine. Yeah, but yeah, I'll say Jess Troy too. Uh, I'm going to say Aisha then. But and it's good, even though the, even though we did have a bit of a falling out on the weekend, which I don't. She's want about to talk half about. the size of Jess Troy. Well, Delta's also in, Delta's also in the match too, Tony. Delta, yeah, grating uh, gladiators. I loved her. Different Delta. Um, and then we've got what, uh, Ricky South versus Adam oh, yeah. Brooks. Yeah, uh, we've got. Um, the Philippe's versus it's Matt Diamond now in um, Paris. It is, Silver. yeah. Replaced Jude. Jude can't travel. Can't travel. Oh. I hope he's okay. Well, but that just shows what the velocity is like. You know, the interchangeable hope, kind of almost. I hope he wasn't rule. clubbing in Newcastle during the week. Um, who else have we got on this card? There's a three on uh, three Bo- match. Yeah, there's Bonzer versus uh, Mitch Waterman. Oh, uh, Mitch will win that. Yeah, Slex versus uh, Liebird Lucci. Yeah, well, Slex uh, will win that. Yeah, and then you got Royce, the MC. Royce isn't wrestling? Uh, yeah, he's in there. Yeah, Royce is going to win the championship, I'm okay. pretty sure, because I'm sick of getting um, put in my place by Rocky Monero on Twitter. So I'm hoping to see him embarrassed on Sunday. Yeah, he's not your real If Royce doesn't win, I'm going to, I may be in tears. Um, he threatened Rocky Monero threatened to put me over his knee this week. Well, Royce Ooh. better come to you, yeah. Royce threatening you with a good time, <laughs> threatening <laughs> you with a very good time <laughs> Sunday afternoon, good time as well. That's not bad. Oh, I'm gonna be a mess on Sunday afternoon. I'll be like Jules now, <laughs> give you the hot tip. 
Exactly. Yeah, you'll you'll still be going from Saturday night, won't you? I'll be exactly like Jules now. Faking a British accent. I'm coming straight from, I'll be going straight from private function to the wrestling. And, and, and it's then I'm going to... Isn't a, it's a good job this isn't a video podcast because um, I legit look like, you know when Seamus used to come out with that big white light and it made him look like a complete ghost? Yeah. That, that's how I look right now. Yeah. Very transparent. I thought it was just a lack of sun in England. It's that too. Well, I um, stay indoors when I'm in Australia, Jules, to be fair. Jules, you went yeah. to a wrestling show recently, didn't you? Oh, Pro. It, it's one of their B shows, but I have to say they do it so well. And there's only probably maybe 100, 200 people there. Um, one thing it, it really made me appreciate is the quality of things like the ring announcing and refereeing in Australia, because it was shocking. Like the refs were really poor. And then to the point where um, after the record had finished, Aussie Open like murdered the refs. Uh, to send everyone home happy because they'd had a, a bad night. But looking at the quality of the production, looking at the quality of... Yeah, uh, the, we can't talk about murdering refs this week because that almost happened in the US. Oh, yikes. Did it really? Yeah, some some douchebag uh, was uh, went a bit far with a referee and uh, cut one of his arteries. It was disgusting. Oh, gee whiz. There is a oh, GoFundMe this, floating This around. went dark quickly. Yeah, well, they I mean, it's been big news. Mm. Um, he's okay. You're traveling, so he's okay. He's out of hospital. Um, there's a GoFundMe for his treatment. I know I saw um, donations from Brian Last and Will Osprey on there, so that was good to see. Mm. Chris Jericho will make a donation to Trump. Trump sons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, continue, Jill. Sorry. I'll donate blood if they need it. No, I think you're allowed to. Are you? Are you? Yeah. You've been to that. that. You've been to that many tier one sites this year, Tony. You can't. (laughs) (laughs) Jules can't because of mad cow disease. (laughs) Foot and mouth or something. What's going on here? Um, But no, it it was great to see Aussie Open um, back in the UK and and you know, pretty much kings of Brit rest. Um, It's very hard for them to get booed though, so they had to to work hard because everybody loves them. They're just too good. Mm. So we sent you over there. Um, you said you are going to bring back some big interviews from the Rev Pro Show. What have you got for us? Um, I've got Dave, who was sat next to me, um, and he said it was a good show, but he wanted to see more women's wrestling. That's the scoop. Thank, All right, thank, thanks, thank you, Dave. Dave. Thank you, Dave. You did Dave have the referee Dave wasn't, Dave wasn't wearing a black hat and videotaping the women's matches, was he? <laughs> No, he wasn't. No, fans in hat, not the uh, Twitter account that we want. Yeah, I'll take mine off then. <laughs> and mate, you won uh, at Comic Con on the weekend. Well, um, the last thing I remember, I believe I won anyway. Yeah. Did you do about the trophy? I didn't take the trophy with me. I didn't trust it around the nerds at Comic Con. Yeah. Um, look. All I'm going to say about the matter is I listened to the podcast last week because I wasn't here. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Did Jeff say that Hawko would be the referee? Uh, he said Hawko would be there, yeah. yeah. Did he say he would be the, the, the referee's Hawko? I yep. can't remember exactly, but he said he'd be there. No, no, he did. He did, yes. yes yeah, he okay, did. he did, yeah. Good. I heard Hawko announce my team as the winner. 
Yep. Therefore, we definitely won. I don't remember anything else after that. Um, yep. I know that Aisha was involved and I know that I ended up off the stage, but um, I know that Porco announced us the winner and I won't be answering any further questions. That's all that matters. Yep, that's good. Well, she and on the turnbuckle champions of Comic-Con. Correct. That, you, didn't even, you didn't even have to go through a table or do any of your usual shenanigans? I, I woke up off the stage to the, uh, at some stage, but um, I, I, as I said, no further questions would be asked, would be answered. So I'd appreciate if you'd respect that um, because... It's your bloody show, idiot. You, you, we can ask you questions if we want. Of course, you, you can ask what you want. I said no further questions will be answered. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to assume you answer then. questions on your own show. Yeah, you just, just said he's not going to. You turned ask. up in yeah. in full gear, right? I, I can just see Welchie like he's turned up in full gear. He's got his spandex on. He's he's ready for a fight. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that there was some kind of shenanigans. Took a bump, and that's how he got the win. No, look, Hawko was assaulted. I'm going to say that he was assaulted unfairly by Asia. I was collateral damage. Um, I'm speaking to our lawyers at the moment, Martin Destasio, and is he still working out of his car? Um, well, his car got repossessed, Tony. Oh, that's right. Um, He's in so, between lane cars at the minute. Yeah, he's in between, like, in, literally, like there's a car park um, and he sort of sets up in between um, a Volkswagen and a, and a, a Ford Falcon. Yeah. Um, and he's got like a card table and a barbecue seat. Um, anyway, he's looking through the paperwork at the moment. It's, it's being, there's a bit of a hassle um, because he hasn't got enough money for the photocopier at Officeworks and I won't pay my bill. So... We're in a bit of a standoff at the moment, but it should be sorted before the comedy festival. Oh, good. Excellent. Hey, uh, Jules, how far away from Ireland are you? Ireland? Oh, my God. I'm probably um, three hours, maybe. Okay, because RCW have got a... It's a long walk. Show, uh, RCW got a show in Kilkenny. Battle for oh Supremacy. Oh, my God, Kilkenny. 15 in Kilkenny. So maybe you could go along and preview that for us? I think it's in South Australia, Tony. Oh, okay. I always thought Kilkenny was in Ireland. There's, there's, there's two. There's also oh, a Melbourne also, in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's also an M- more than one there's Newcastle also, as well. There's also an MCW in America, Tony. Remember when you tagged them? Oh, that's right. Yes, exactly. Maitland Championship Wrestling or whatever yeah. it was. There's Newcastle <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. RCW, Battle for Supremacy 15 in Kilkenny. South Australia. Uh, PCW. <laughs> what, what was that? Australia? South Australia. Was it Irish? Uh, PCW. Along catch, go along and catch the King of Adelaide, Matt Hayter, on that show. Yes. Uh, PCW, Christmas Ignition in Ferntree Gully. EWA, a fighting for Xavier in Helensvale. That's a charity show? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. get along and support that. That'd be great. Yeah, beautiful. I'm, I'm glad that Tony, that um Tony, you're flying blind because Lyle puts no explanation of what None. the shows are when he does the run sheet. That's yeah. our job. What? That's our job. PWA team those two are. Eh? According to Lyle, PWA is inversing MCW. It's PWA X MCW. 
Yeah, that's what the show is, Tony. PWAX, they're crossing. Worlds collide, mate. Yeah, they, 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 I got that right, all right? And Worlds no collide at Thornbury Theatre Sunday. They're not it. At 2 p.m., looking forward to right that. Twice a day, Lyle. Yeah, they're not versing each other, Tony. Well, versing's not even a freaking word. Well, that's what he said. I'm sick of no, the kids ex- they're versing. I'm they're versing ex- this person. They're exing each yeah, other. They're not and versing anyone. And you missed the private function on the Saturday night, Tony. That well, she's I going didn't miss to. anything, mate. PWA what? will be at the private function gig at the Forum Theatre in Melbourne on Saturday. At the Forum? Um, if you're there, buy me a drink, please. Are they that expensive at the Forum? I'll have spent my money already, I'm pretty sure, oh, by then. Okay. Uh, that's it, gentlemen. We are done and dusted. 2021. 20, Hope you never, ever effing come back again. What? <laughs> the year of listeners. No, no, the listeners are good. I just don't want the yeah. year to come back. It's over. Yeah, that's fair. With. Let's move on move next on. year. Forget about the pandemic. Get on with it. The Less listeners pandemic. are more than happy to come back in 2022. The pandemic's not going anywhere. Nah. Hey? We're just the pandemic's not going anywhere. I'm not saying it is. And we're just, we're going Neither to live are with we. it. Neither are we. Less pandemic talk. More tiny raps. I look forward to seeing you three at my place next week for our big piss up. Yeah, I can't wait. Are you gonna be I'm, I'm gonna be drinking yeah. responsibly. Uh, Aren't you Jules gonna be in isolation, Jules? Uh yes, definitely. You can isolate you can my isol- place, mate. Tony's house is a tier one site, yeah. no better place to right. isolate. Yeah. It's consistently a tier one site. Correct. Oh, there'll isolated. be more than one tier, I tell you. They'll be crying all oh, over. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to having 14 days off after going to Tony's house. That's what yeah. I'm looking forward to. And uh, don't forget to bring your pen and paper because we'll be discussing ideas for next year. Did you see the bloke who uh, spread Omnicom or whatever it's called uh, got fined 10K? What for? Well, he came back to Australia. He's meant to be in isolation. And he went to oh. a nightclub in Newcastle and 200 people caught COVID. Of course he did. Classic. Classic. Well, that'll be Jules next week. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, okay, thank you for your time throughout 2021. It's been a lot of fun in some shows. Others have been just absolute bores, but that's Probably all right. We got through it. It's been tough, but we got there, Tony. We did. I'm just hoping this file will upload because hey, uh, uh, otherwise George, we don't have an episode. Have a safe trip back, buddy. Thanks, Tony. Cheers, Thank, you for, you, Thank you for joining us. Nine stopovers on the way back, Jules. Say what? Nine stopovers on the way back or you're only going with eight? Oh, no. So um, London, Darwin, Darwin, Melbourne. So oh. all good. Mm, excellent. They might keep you in Darwin. WA of Boston. WA have lost their run to London. It's now gone to Darwin. Yep. That's a fact. And it won't go back to WWA. WWA? Oh, well, no, it's WWA. I'll tell you what, I reckon the Mark McGowan's lost the plot just as much as Vince McMahon. So, uh, yeah. He'd be a great, great heel authority <laughs> figure, though, huh? Not over yeah. there. He's baby faced in WA. <laughs> hey, uh, folks, thank you for joining us in 2021. Uh, We really appreciate your listenership and look forward to you joining us again next year when we're back for 2022 here on the Turnbuckle. See you later.